Hey guys, welcome back to the Manic Mentality Podcast. My name is Taylor Balfour and I am the host and creator of Manic Mentality. And welcome to my uh, ongoing series here of making sure that we have a podcast every single Tuesday. I'm also starting to put in some short video clips on uh, the Instagram. You can follow the Instagram at, at Manic Mentality. Um, it's going to have a lot of different videos and photos and inspirational quotes and you know, just the type of things to get us through our days. So if you want to give us a follow, be sure to follow us at Manic Mentality on Instagram. And I might potentially make a Facebook page. Let's just see where this goes. Um, and then my personal Instagram at Tay Balfour. Um, same type of stuff, just trying to put in some positivity in everybody's world and everybody's life because that's exactly what we need. Um, I thought that a really good topic for today would be the fear of failure um, because that is something that I'm currently going through in my life right now. And failure is one of those things that can really set you back from doing the things that you really want to do in life. Um, I would say that the fear of failure leads to a lot of self-sabotage, anxiety, uh, lack of confidence, and a little bit of perfectionism. If you've had or if you have dealt with any of those emotions or feelings or you're currently dealing with them right now, uh, you may be trying to handle the fear of failure. And when I think of failure for me, that means that I will not have the home that I want and I'm scared of not having the career that I want or feeling like fulfilled in life. Um, and those are my fears, but everybody is going to have different types of fears and that, that definition of failure is going to be different for everybody. So it, what's going to be a fear of mine may not be a fear of yours and that is completely okay. But what's not okay is what that leads to. So the self-sabotage, the anxiety, the lack of confidence, that is what's not okay. And it's okay to be scared of the future and to not exactly know where you're going. But I have a few tips and tricks that might help you at least guide you and so that we can take life a lot slower than kind of at the pace that we're taking it right now. This is kind of a weird topic for me because I have so many wide different like interests and goals and things that I want to do. And to be honest, like I am not the type of person that woke up and said, my passion and my dream is to become a nurse or my passion and my dream is to become a doctor. Like those types of goals and dreams, like they have a specific way of getting there. They have a specific, you have to take these classes to get this degree and then you can work at this hospital. Versus like my general goals are to have a home and to have a family and to just enjoy my job. And I'm not really sure what that job is. You know, I love radio. I love snowboarding. I love extreme sports. I like um, marketing. I like media. It's like you don't know what you don't know. And so I think one of my biggest setbacks is that I truly don't really have a end goal. And I think there's a lot of people out there who don't really have an end goal and that we're kind of realizing that like, oh, I kind of like these things as I do them and as I get older. But the problem with that is that at least the problems that I'm facing right now is that 
every single time I try something new, I start over financially. And that is so frustrating because it's like, well, I have a goal to own a home and I have a goal to have a family and I can't keep continuing trying out new careers if I want to have, you know, a family and a home because I have to have steady income. And in the times that we're living in right now, inflation, everything is really expensive. It's it's just really tough. So I'm starting and with you guys as I'm sitting here right right now with my notebook, I'm starting to realize that you know, maybe I don't have a specific end goal other than to own a home and to have a family. And maybe that is my end goal. But when I think about it that way, I also get that fear of, okay, well, am I going to have to give up the things that I love to have a home and a family? Is it worth it? Am I going to want to do that? So I guess the very first thing that I want to address when it comes to the fear of failure is to analyze all of the different types of outcomes that could potentially happen. Because when we think about everything that could happen, then we're not going to be shocked. We're not going to be surprised, right? So so for me, for instance, when I think about, okay, well, maybe I'm not going to get the exact home that Andrew and I want. Maybe it's not going to be 100% accessible. Or maybe it's not going to be exactly what we're looking for. I'm like, okay, that is a possibility. We're just going to write it down. And we'll figure out how to make the best out of that situation later. But from what we know right now, that is a possible outcome. Another possible outcome, we may not be able to have kids. We don't know yet. To be honest, we've never gone to the doctor. We've never figured it out. So we don't know. Kids, big question mark right there. We know there's other options. We know there's adoption. We know there's IVF. We know there's a ton of different options there. But we know that that is an outcome that could potentially happen. Okay, move on to the next one. For instance, I know that I am currently in radio. I'm not sure if it's like what my end game is going to be. I have no clue. So that's a possibility. My other possibility is marketing for Skeeble. And so think about all of the different types of possibilities that you could potentially end up with while reaching this one specific goal that you do have. That kind of at least helps me narrow it down to, okay, this is what life could potentially lead me to. And I have to be okay with all of these different options. And if I'm not okay with those options, then I have to sway my path a little bit to make sure that my end goal and where I want to be in life will be okay. I will be okay with that by the time I get there. If that makes sense, I hope that makes sense because it makes sense in my head, but You never know with other people. Secondly, goals. Every single person has a wide goal. Let's say that you want to make $100,000 a year. Well, if you're only making 20 grand a year or 30 or 40, maybe it's time to just set some goals and have different tiers to those goals to make sure that we're on the right path, but that we're not shooting for the stars to get let down. Does that make sense? So for instance, like I do have a personal goal of making a hundred grand a year. So let's have benchmarks. Okay. When I hit 50, what am I doing at that time? What is it going to take to get a raise? Um, what else can I do on the side? Can I do more side work? Can I do any more than I'm currently doing? And then once I hit 60, then I'll hit 70, then I'll hit 80. And then by the time that we hit all of these middle tier goals, then that big picture doesn't seem so far away. So 
analyzing all of your different outcomes and having different goals other than your main goal, other than the main shooting for the stars, making a million dollars, having a you know, $800,000 home. Those are all shooting for the stars. At least if we're similar in any way, shape or form, that is shooting for the stars at this moment of life. And that's okay. And we will get there, but it may not be as soon as we want it. And that is a pill that I am currently trying to swallow as we speak. Cause I had this big thought that I wanted kids before 30. I wanted to be married before 30. I don't know why the number 30 just scares the shit out of me. I think it scares a lot of people, especially in their twenties. Um, but I truthfully didn't, I didn't want kids after 30 because my, I have a huge fear of my body changing and I know that my body is going to change, but I just have that fear of, well, I kind of like already hate myself as it is. Like, I don't want to hate myself even more. So that is another realization that I really have to work on myself before I even think about having kids. Otherwise, I'm kind of setting myself up for failure. So see, I've already blocked off something out of my realm, I guess, or out of my thought process because I've already put a fear there of, oh my God, having kids after 30. I've already blocked that, like completely blocked that. So I need to work on being okay with the fact that things may not happen in the timeline that I want them to, which is, I I wish I had more tips and tricks on that aspect because I am still really trying to work on that. I'm like tearing up just like thinking about it, but there are ways to slowly be okay with the fact that things may may not work out the way that we want them to. But when I think about it too, there's so much life left after 30. There's so much life left after 40 and after 50 and after 60. There's still, as long as we take care of ourselves mentally and physically, we will have a very long and happy life as long as we continue to work on ourselves. So we've analyzed all of our outcomes and we've kind of separated our goals into different tiers so that they're smaller, setting smaller goals before that major end goal. And to incorporate positive thinking into all this is so much easier said than done. But as I continue to really, you know, work on myself and do all the things that I do each and every day, listen to podcasts, uh, talk to positive people, when you incorporate some positive thinking, it's really crazy how your entire world and your whole outlook can change. I know that this is so it's so much easier said than done. And I, I know, and I feel the frustration when somebody tells me when I'm in a negative state to just think positively. And you're like, that's not how it works. I get that. And I understand that because I feel like that is my answer towards everything. But when those people tell you that they, they mean it from a really good place. Um, positive thoughts can, can just kind of give you that extra boost that you need during this time of uncertainty, during this time of frustration and doing so many things at one time to reach your goals and to truly dig deep into your mental health. Um, just kind of let that light come in. Let it in. Let a good positive thought come out of something and say, you know what, maybe like for me, maybe I won't be able to have kids, but do you know how much adventure that Andrew and I will make sure that we have in our lives if we don't? 
We may not have a huge mansion home. We may not have a completely accessible home, but the positive part is that I can turn that home into exactly the way that I want it to over time. Or I, I may not work in adventure and I may not work in the field that I really want to, but I'm going to make sure that outside of work, I am loving every single minute possible of my life. So there's always a positive thought that we can, we can come up with or we can turn something into, but you have to make the choice to. And that is something that I struggle with personally 100% because I never choose the positive outcome. I like to think of myself as a realist. Um, I'm a very real person. I like to see facts. I like to see data. And so I want to know exactly, will this work or will this not work? And unfortunately, life is not really set on data. Life is set on chance. And while there is data to back chance, you still can have that one in a million shot, that one in a thousand shot, and you can be that. You can achieve anything that you want to achieve because anything is possible and miracles happen all the time. So we've analyzed all outcomes. We've got some different goals, smaller goals, tiers to get us to where we want to be positive thinking. And now this this seems like a negative answer to the fear of failure. But when you think about what is your worst case scenario out of all of these outcomes, kind of like what I did for analyzing all outcomes, thinking about the very worst case scenario will already kind of kibosh that fear of failure, right? Because what's the worst that can happen? Okay, I'm going to fail. And what's the worst case scenario that can come out of that? Okay, um, I, I won't have a job, for instance. That's my worst case scenario that I just won't work. And if that's the worst case scenario, you know, I've got a, a loving fiance who works. I have family that can help support me if needed. I'm not one to ever ask for help. But there's, there's other options. I have a savings that could keep me afloat for a while if possible, if absolutely need be. If we... Think about the worst case scenarios and say, okay, well, this is the very worst that it can possibly get, right? It's the very worst that it can get. Then we we can only think up from there. It's kind of like when you hit rock bottom, you're like, okay, that this is the very worst that it could possibly get. So there's got to be room for more. There's got to be room for growth. So if we expect or not even necessarily expect, but at least know that the worst case scenario is an option if it absolutely has to happen, then we've already thought about that and we've already kind of planned for that, if that makes sense. Next one is always having a plan B. I am definitely the type of a plan B person, which is why I work a trillion jobs. If skee-ball doesn't work out, I've got radio. If radio doesn't work out, I've got media. If media doesn't work out, one of them has to work out at some point. I'll go back to being a barista. How about that? <laughs> so having a plan B to the one goal that you might have in life may not be a bad option for you. I mean, for instance, if you're shooting to be a doctor, if you're shooting to be a nurse, are I mean, what's wrong with first being a medical assistant or what's wrong with first being a nurse if you're looking to be a doctor, Right. Having a plan B will at least give you other options, kind of like that worst case scenario or, you know, analyzing all of your outcomes. Having a plan B will give you that other option to think about and say, okay, well, if this doesn't work, this is what I'm going to do. If this doesn't work, I 
you know, I maybe you'll move to California or you'll move to, I've always said that if nothing works out here and Andrew and I don't work out, I'm moving to Tennessee. I will drop everything and move to Tennessee. I don't know why. I've just, I've always wanted to live in Nashville, but that's my plan B. And I think everybody should kind of have some sort of a plan B in their minds of, you know, what if shit hits the fan and everybody, the world is halfway ending and, you know, I don't know. There's just so many possibilities. And if we, if we have a plan B and something to fall back on, then maybe that fear of failing won't hold you back as much because you're like, oh, well, worst case scenario, I have another plan. I have another option. So we have analyzing all of the different outcomes that we have, making different tiers to our goals, smaller goals that we can achieve to get to where we want to be, positive thinking, thinking about the worst case scenario, just so that we already have that out of the way. We've already thought about it. We already have it in our minds out the door. We have a plan B in case our initial goal or the thing that we're fearing the most, right? The the fear of failure, of failing at the one goal that you have or that the one goal or home or job or person or whatever the situation might be for you, you have a plan B. So we've got four different ways right now to, or five different ways right now to get through this fear, this fear of failure that we've created in our minds that's holding us back, that's leaving us paralyzed. We have options. We have five different options that we can go through with all of these different thoughts. It's it's a whole nother way of thinking. And when you are presented with different ways of thinking, it's totally up to you to incorporate these into your life. But you'll never know unless you try. You'll never know unless you try. So get out your notebooks, write these down, write down this right now. Fear of failure. And maybe write down one of your goals that you are uh, afraid of failing at. Then write down all of these different options, analyzing all outcomes. Smaller goals to reach the big goal. Maybe like draw a triangle and draw your steps And each different step is a different goal. Maybe your goal is to lose 50 pounds. Well, maybe we need to make a benchmark for each of those 10 pounds. We go and get a new outfit or we go out to lunch or you treat yourself to something nice. Um, Positive thinking. Write down a couple positive things that are coming from going through this journey. Finding out your worst case scenario. Write them down and say this is the absolute worst that it can possibly get. We won't let it get there, but... If it does get there, we have a plan. Having a plan B. And I think that when we think when we have these five different options of of going through when having that fear of failure, that it all surrounds itself with one thing, and that's starting small. You can't start with looking at, okay, I want to be a celebrity. I want to be a billionaire. I want to be this. You have to start small because we have no clue where this life is taking us. We have no clue where tomorrow's going to take us. Tomorrow, it could all be over. This entire world, all of the social media, all of the podcasts and the money and the, the political bullshit that's happening right now, it can all disappear in the matter of seconds. We have no clue when this is going to end. We have no clue when our this could be our last days or our last moments here. So, Let's make the most of them today. Be the best that you can possibly be. 
write down these five stages of the fear of failure. I wouldn't even call them stages. They're like five coping mechanisms to the fear of failure. Uh, This is a really uh, non-professional podcast if you're just joining us. Thank you very much. Um, But write these down and write down your thoughts because there has been so much growth in my life within the past year, all with a notebook, a pen, and myself. And so that's all I have for you today. When you think about your fears today and your fear of failure, think about the fact that you can do anything. And like I say before in all of my podcasts, I believe in you and this world believes in you and it's going to be a fantastic Tuesday. So have a good Tuesday and be sure to tune in next week uh, for something fun that I'm whipping up currently. Have a great day, you guys.